What's up, former party people? This is Jerry, you know, the one who actually combs his hair on the A is for Alcoholic podcast. Now, if you're finding value in listening to the AIFA podcast every week and you want to support sharing it with others, we invite you to become a sustaining monthly or per show contributor. Go to patreon.com backslash AIFA. It's super easy and it only takes a quick moment. It's about as easy as buying one of those pre-cooked space chickens from the grocery store, taking it outside, giving it a big old kiss, and kicking it into traffic. (laughs) Why would you do that? Anyway, you do you, and I'll do me. Again, go to patreon.com backslash AIFA. And with that, people, let's start the show. A is for Alcoholic is a program about recovery. My name is John, and I'm an alcoholic. And my name is Jerry, and I'm an alcoholic. Join us as we go through the alphabet of alcoholism one letter at a time. Today is the the letter F and F. We uh, Jerry and I both have been. We talk about this multiple times throughout i think i think it's the most uh we, we want to do f is for food and for fitness and i think it's probably the um for me at least it is a real actual physical manifestation of change that i have seen in my own person in the mirror you know because like a lot of the change that we talk about is internal it's in our brains or in our hearts and so actually changing my body through exercise and dieting um, has is something I can see. It's tangible, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. like you can see somebody who looks happy, and they can be miserable as shit. You right. Know? So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about a little bit about food and fitness in recovery. Um, and I I do want to uh, I do have something I have to admit, Jerry, and I'm not I'm not feeling too excited about this, but I got on the scale, mm-hmm. and since November. Um, and I knew I kind of plateaued, but I went from 190 to 192.4. Oh no. So I gained a couple. <laughs> Thank you for your support. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. You talk about it's normal weight fluctuation. Probably. Probably. I know. I just, if you're weighing yourself once a month. Yeah. That's not bad, dude. Yeah. I wasn't pounds, too yeah. devastated because like, I feel like I've gotten, um, like I know what to do. I know where I've let myself slide and slip mm-hmm. and eaten too much and not done enough output and had too much input, right? Right. So, um, but I mean, there's gonna be a normal weight fluctuation. You always fluctuate between two to five pounds. Mm. Yeah. Really? Like whether or not you've yeah, if you drink too much water, that weighs. If you don't take a dump, that weighs. If you don't pee, that weighs. Huh. If you okay. eat a lot of salt, if you eat a lot of salt the night before you get more bloated, you retain more water that weighs more. <laughs> so I just so You're always fluctuating. I huh. I would always I mean I fluctuate now between 150 and 155. I go up and down. Huh. Okay. But you know what's funny, man, if we're going to talk about um salty there's, dumps. There's, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Saltiest dump in the world. <laughs> that was my name all through school. So um I, a lot of people I know when they first got sober, they like lost a shitload of weight. Mm-hmm. They lost like 30, 40 pounds. They go on Reddit. Someone's like, I lost 60 pounds. I lost no fucking weight in my first few years of recovery. Nothing, nothing. I weighed the same. I like did not lose any weight. I lost bloating in my face and stuff. But even now I look back on those pictures when I was heavier and I was still like bloated in my face just from salt and like crap i yeah i did not and i was really resentful of that that i did not lose the weight like it didn't go go away huh. i was just i was just fat and sober you know i was the same way i was exactly the same way man i thought that it was i right. thought that the fucking sky was gonna open up and i was gonna become you know i was gonna start looking like brad pitt and fight club man i expected it all to get like better and only it, some of it got better in like small increments. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is the right, you know, venue in which to say that it doesn't all get better right in the beginning. You sure. Know, you got to really work at it. I guess we've been saying that now for the past few years, though. But um, yeah, man, I, I really expected everything to level out. And it did in some ways and it didn't in others, you know. And the weight thing was most deaf. Like, I was still a big fat guy. 
Me too. I mean, too. I mean, I even I've always been chubby. I saw I was looking. So I was going I'm I'm over my limit on my like iCloud storage or something and I'm not interested mm -hmm. in paying for more. So I'm like, I'll just go through and delete a bunch of pictures. And I don't I just know how to do that. I'm learning very quickly. Otherwise, mm -hmm. I'm going to have to spend $10 a month or something, whatever the fuck Apple wants me to spend. But um, and there was pictures of my trip to go see you when we came up to see you in 2016. Yeah. So that would have been about a year after I got sober. And yeah. we were both big. You had a mustache, too. Like, just yeah. a straight up <laughs> Just mustache. that mustache, yeah. <laughs> but I remember, I'm looking at these pictures and I'm going, damn, both of us were, like, carrying. I mean, I had an extra 50, 80 pounds. 50 extra 50, pounds. 50, 60? 50, yeah. 50? Yeah, about 50, 55 okay. extra pounds, yeah. And, um, like, it doesn't, it doesn't even... It's so weird to look back and think that that was the way that that was fine. I mean, I guess, you know, we were all doing the best we could, but like, Jesus. Uh, but I mean, it rolls its parallel along with alcoholism, too. Mm -hmm. It's just like when you got fucked up every day and you thought that was fine, too. And I know that this one in particular may not. Some people may not relate to this one at all because they're just like, yo, man, I'm just trying to get through the fucking day. And y'all are talking about calories and shit. Like, who the fuck cares? You know, but. It's important though. It's part of the mm -hmm. regiment, I guess. It's definitely important to our yeah journey, journey of recovery. Hey hand man, in hand here. It's like I, it's like I like to say, half marathons avail us nothing. Um. Right? Is that what you said? Some pretty good. God, that's such a niche. That's like recovery and running humor. Yeah, like, half marathons avail. One guy nothing. is in his living room right now clapping. One dude. Right? One dude. He's like. That's pretty fucking spicy right That's there. That's my man right there. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that. I was out running this afternoon. Those. I was like, yes, Jesus this is going to be so good. You got to throw one in now for the RC car enthusiast. Oh, and I think yeah. we'll just fucking nail all the boxes. Um, but, but no, yes. it is definitely a niche thing, right? It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things that I guess it's because it interests both of us. Mm -hmm. I think you take more of a... I think you take a different type of interest in it than I do, though. I think we both approach it in very different ways, but we're still getting very similar results. So, and this is, yes, this is why I wanted to talk to you. So you, we started this podcast in 2018, I think. So July of 2018, somewhere in that spring, we were still talking before we started recording. We were mm -hmm. doing our weekly thing. And I think that's when you started saying, you said, I'm going to start counting my calories. Yeah. But you were not doing any exercise. None, not in the beginning. No. Not in the beginning, but you said I'm just gonna eat whatever it was. It probably was like 2,000 calories a day or something. Or they had cut me down to like in the beginning. I was cut down to 1,700 in a day, coming from like 3,000 a day. You know. So you did that, and what was the the crux? Like, so you're sober for three, two and a mm -hmm. half, three years, and you're like, I'm fine. I'm just done being fat. Yeah, that was honestly the crux was that I just. My heart, every time I bent over, I would get lightheaded and almost faint. <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny, but it's funny. And, 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 and that was back when I was smoking cigarettes, too, so oh, it was even worse. Oh, shit. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't tie my shoes without almost passing out. And then I quit smoking, and then it got a little better, but then I would, like, mow the lawn, and my heart rate would be up so high, and it would just be this, I don't know, man. I would just, like, look at my body and be like, man, like, really? Is this, this is how you've been your whole fucking life, like... I don't know what it was, but there wasn't like this moment. I didn't have like an aha moment of clarity. I just decided one day just to see what would happen. And then I just kept, well, I, it's just like fucking recovery. I just stuck with the discipline. Mm -hmm. I just said, I'm only going to eat this much every day, this many calories. And then I started going online and figuring out what I could eat that could make me full that was low in calories, which was like leafy greens and cucumbers and pickles and ham <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. pork and chicken, like mm -hmm. the real light meats and stuff. And then I was like, oh, I feel way less hungrier if I eat more protein. And then at some point I was like, well, I want to still do things or eat snacks. So then I re realized that if I worked out, I could at least have like, I mean, even now the amount of calories I'm burning, I'm really only allowed a donut. You know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. 300 calories a day or right. something. But still, it's that little extra... I don't know. You just learn to adapt, but there was just that, that, that was the, that was the change. The big catalyst was, I was just tired of having heartburn. I was tired of like almost fainting every time I tied my shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like I was tired of being out of breath. I was just tired of 
looking at myself and being like, man, you're like, just, I don't know, man. Just being like, can I get that shirt in a large, you know, and then going to see a concert and they had no larges left and being like, you know, so you have know. to, you couldn't get the extra large cause it was just way too big. And then the medium was right. Like a kid's too tight. Shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you, man. It's, it's like wearing clothes is completely different for me now. I mean, just to yeah. talk about putting on shirts and stuff and I was a double XL guy and it was mostly just yeah, to kind of like billow over my gut and the, right. like the side. And now I'm like putting on a medium and it's, I'm feeling, you know, good about it. Like it feels Feel a little breezy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. a ghost. Yeah, man. Well, <laughs> a little bit. I do. I just feel it feels like it fits like clothes fit. Like I go, oh, mm-hmm. so this is what it means to like get a pair of jeans and have them fit properly around what is actually my waist versus um, riding below my gut. Right. Because that's how I would yeah. wear my jeans before because the gut had to be comfortable and be out there. Well, yeah, you couldn't, like, belt up over your gut. You know what I mean? Like, get the belt up over uh-huh. your gut, because then there was just all that... There's all that air under the fupa. Mm-hmm, the fupa, know? yeah. Yeah. But I... I so, you, my, my um, diet was... When I was drinking, was horrible. Yeah, of course. And Mine was... Remember, we used to buy Italian food from a liquor store. <laughs> So yes, this is yeah. There was that place. was that, that was just you and I hanging yeah. out. So I don't even know what you're up to when I wasn't around. You know exactly. I think there was I I had a picture somewhere and I was like making us pasta on one of these trips that you came down to visit because yeah. you were threatening to take us to Denny's in a cab at like I don't know five or so six in the hungry, morning or dude. something. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, don't go to Denny's. I got in we trouble there. We don't need to go there. to Denny's. Yeah. We'll never need to leave the house again. Here's, <laughs> You'll stay here forever. Here's here's some ragu with tuna in it. <laughs> basically, Black olives. Yeah. Basically. But, um, <clears throat> you know, the thing that I, I see the difference between you and I as far as the food, because for me, you seem to have your relationship with food ha- seems better than mine. And I'll explain to you. Mm-hmm. You're able to like I can't I don't even think about fucking with like Doritos or things like I pieces of today. cake. I know, I know you do. Okay. <laughs> so I wouldn't even have a bag of Doritos in my house because mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to count out nine and then just be done with it. Yeah. So I feel like you I may have, you know, I may go at it a little bit differently, but I'm still have those behavioral issues with things like popcorn and grapes. Even if the the food has changed, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't as, um, I don't feel as comfortable as you do around the shit. At right. Least yet. Right. You know? I've learned to bargain with myself a lot though, where mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'll like fuck around the cupcake at lunch and be like, well, you know, like tonight's dinner is going to be a salad with tuna and you can't have any ice cream. Maybe you can have an apple. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I've learned to um, compromise with myself. What My relationship with food, I, I don't think was the same as yours though. Well, of course it wasn't. We're two different people. But No, I don't think yeah. it was either. But yeah, I counted out 15 Doritos today because that's the serving size and ate 15 Doritos and then I'm like, okay, I think I'm okay. That's what I did. I did drink a Coke 150. Yeah. Yeah. I drank a diet Coke today though, which is the first one I've had in like four weeks. Was it good? Yeah, it was delicious. I was like, man, I want four more because my fucking (laughs) stupid alcoholic brain is like that shit, shit like that. I'll overdo it with stuff like that. Or like Mm -hmm. why I can't just drink normal water. It's always got to taste like something. Even if I squirt a little stevia in it or a tiny bit of crystal light you know mm-hmm. make my night with crystal light you mm-hmm. know there's always got to have like a taste to it i can't just drink plain water i hate it ever never but uh i've squeezed lemon in my i mouth. mean i can i do it like after a workout i'll pound a bunch of water mm-hmm. like if i go on a run or like today when i lifted weights i drink a thermos of water afterwards mm-hmm. but but uh no like if i'm hanging out the house it's my day off like today and i'm sitting here recording things and i'm like i'm gonna get like yeah some powdered like iced tea mix or something that has low calories and mix it in with my water just because mm-hmm. I can't, I just can't handle like normal water. It's just yeah. so boring to me. Yeah. And I don't, I never like juice. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. But yeah, I think my relationship with food, I don't know. I think maybe you were a little more, um, 
uh, a compulsive of food. Yes. Like you'd get a bag of chips and mash the whole bag yes. down, you know, and just, just watch TV and next thing you know, the bag's gone. Whereas like even when I was overeating, I wouldn't eat the whole bag. I would eat like half the bag or yeah. a quarter of the bag and then put it back, you know. But um, when you, I don't know, man. Do you ever do you ever feel like the um, like the program that you used in you know dealing with your alcoholism? Like, did you you apply any of those things to food and fitness? Because I know that for me, that was one of the things that sparked it was in the in the twelve steps, and it says practice these principles in all your affairs. And right. I went, oh, I can use this for something else. Yes. Did that ever occur to you? I did the same thing. Absolutely, yeah. 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 And I feel like almost in a way we have a weird food sponsorship with each other where we're being kind of slightly accountable. Not yeah. too much because I'll call you up and be like, I fucked up a cake last night. Right. You know, but I'll, I'll like, like you said, I'll only have a slice. I won't eat the entire thing because if I eat half a cake, I'll get sick to my stomach anyway. Mm-hmm. Even now, if I like overeat or I indulge, like I feel full. Like I just stop now when I feel full because I feel like... And I've eaten past the point of feeling full in the past few months and just felt really uncomfortable. But that being said, yes, I've definitely used the program, that discipline within the program in this aspect of my life. And there's also the fear of relapse is really big with me, you know, within alcoholism and not alcoholism as much, but with my food, I I really Mm -hmm. fear relapse, like in, in as far as like getting back up to that weight again is concerned. That's like really a tangible thing for me. Like, and I don't know if it's body dysmorphia or... What? But I just keep, I tell my wife all the time, like, I don't want to go back there again. And she's like, that's 50 pounds. You really have to work at it. And I'm like, bitch, watch me work. Like, <laughs> like, have you met me? Like, if I can overdo it, I absolutely will because I love to, you know? Let's go get some like cheesesteaks. Do you know fry. what I mean? Like, all Cookies. I need is a couple of nacho nights. And I never even liked sweets anyway until yeah. I got sober. I didn't eat any candy till I stopped drinking booze. That's crazy to me. I used to eat it all yeah. the time. I love. No, oh, I shit. hated candy because I got all the sugar from liquor. So I was like, "What the fuck do I need candy for?" You know. Yeah. But I and I the the steps like that first one about. I don't know if I went through the like the twelve steps exactly, but the first mm-hmm. one was like it's unmanageable. Like my life is unmanageable with food right. the way that it is now. Like I was not a, that was a no brainer that, that instantly was like, I can't keep this up. I would eat myself sick. I would eat, I've told you I'd eat ice cream until I puked up in the back of my throat, like fall asleep. Yeah. Which That's, is not my experience at all. I would just eat ice cream until I was like, okay, I've had enough. Like mm-hmm. this is good. But and alcohol, I mean, I would drink, well, I'm here. Right. So yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and, I think the other one, the thing that I learned from you was basically inventory, right? So you're supposed to take right. your, you take an inventory, <laughs> and that was the thing with the calorie counting app, which it's uh, my fitness app or my fitness pal. Yeah. Um, the Under Armour. I still one. use it. I use I, it every day. I use. I'm using it right now. I can tell you how many calories I've eaten today. I think I'm like at 1,100 to 1,200. What are you at right now? So tell me. I'm yeah, just curious. Some, some fucking kick-ass podcasting. Um, <laughs> Uh, one thousand one hundred and ninety. Nice. With, uh, with an extra five hundred for exercise right now. Yeah, it meets. Well, I'm at I'm at eight eighty eight with five twenty five for exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the thing that I my inventory was. I remember the first day. I mean, I have it logged in where I just didn't, I didn't change a goddamn thing, and I ate the way that I ate, and it was like six thousand calories in a day. Yeah. And you were like, what the fuck? And it I remember me. trying to log in a burrito the first, like, second day I tried to eat a burrito. And I was like, 800 calories for a fucking burrito? Jesus Christ, that's all of it. That's, like, more than half of what I have to eat today. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But and I, then I just come in under. I ate a lot of rice cakes, bro. <laughs> I don't anymore. Mm-hmm. Because now it's, like, moderation. That's the one thing in my life I've learned to moderate is with food. Yeah. Soda, not really. Like me fucking with these Diet Cokes, I'm like a little worried that I'll be back at the Safeway again next week buying a 30-pack, being like, yeah, we riding. But maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, that's besides the point. I guess it's it's very interesting to be able to use aspects of this program in other parts of my life, you know? Yeah. I, it's been really, really valuable. I just, I can't, I, I can't, I can't... I can't stress it enough that it's, that's, that's what it's been. That's what it's taken. It's like bits and pieces of it. I, you know, there's no, the only person I've had to make amends to or myself, 
<laughs> with like right. I'm really sorry that I overate. Right. I'm really sorry that I allowed mm-hmm. this kind of. But I just looking back at pictures and it just blows me away that I, that was like you know part of me wants to say how come nobody ever told me and it's like you because, can't. Well, I mean they're all probably a lot of people are in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the new norm now. Really. Yeah, I see it a lot. Yeah. Which is fine. I'm, I'm not mad at these people. They, that's their life. That's their fucking path to take. But mm-hmm. It's a culture we live in, man. And I, I don't think, you know, I don't think shaming anybody for being overweight is is helpful. I mean, I know that as, no, as somebody not who... not at all, man. Even a year ago was well overweight and obese. You know, I had plenty of shame mm-hmm. and embarrassment without having to hear right. from somebody else. Right, you don't need else. someone else telling you because it's a problem. I, I have always disdained that, actually. I've been an asshole about it in the past. I've mm-hmm. been like that fat fucking asshole. You know, yeah. I've used it as an adjective, but I've never disliked someone for being overweight. But I've definitely described people for, for being overweight, like been mad at them and been like, you fat fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. But I've never been like, I'm mad at you because you're overweight. And I know people who get mad at other people for being overweight and they're overweight themselves. And I'm like, dude, like you already know how hard it is for you. Like, I guess it, it has a, the parallels to alcoholism are really, and addiction in general are really, really close because people will fucking get all over your shit for being a drunk, you know, and, and being like, well, it's all your fault. Like you chose it, you know, it's just like being overweight. Like you chose it, not understanding like the complex fucking compulsion that lays underneath all of it, you know? Yeah. Like what's that old Irish proverb? It's like a man takes a drink, a drink takes a drink. And then the drink takes a man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, maybe you chose that first point of action that started the whole fucking dominoes to topple, you mm-hmm. know, but but once the dominoes start toppling, it's almost it's out of your control. You know, yeah. you just gotta wait till it ends. You know, there's nothing to do there. So I, so my my next question is, when you when you you start counting your calories and you see you start to realize how much how many calories were in the food that you were eating, say like your burrito, like what? Damn. What you know? changes? <laughs> yeah, like you're like an 800. Because I know if I get a veggie burrito and I don't get any cheese and I don't get any cream, and then it's just beans, rice, tortilla. Still the tortilla, though, dude. The tortilla is a lot, but it's like it goes like 200. Yeah, it goes upwards of like, and it depends on between five and 600, right, for a veggie burrito. Right. Right. Um, but. What did you like? What changes did you start to make? Like, what changes between like what you ate before, like you know, work lunch and shit like that? Like, lunch would just be whatever you could grab, right? Right. Well, I make time for work lunch. I still don't bring lunch to work though. I go out. I I eat out, but now it's more. I'm not gonna eat a hamburger. It'll be more like a salad, like a lean Mm -hmm. protein with a vegetable, or I'll do like, I'll do like a Thai like a Thai curry and I'll eat like I'll literally measure out half a cup of rice, throw the rest of the rice away and just eat all the chicken out of the curry with a little bit of the sauce. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, cause that's where they get you is with all the rice or the tortilla or the bread or I'll order and ha- they'll all order hamburgers and I'll be like, get me a chicken burger. Don't get me a bun, you know, right. like wrap it in lettuce. And I used to clown people for that shit. And now I'm like, yeah, bro, but I can see my own dick now. So I'm doing great. You know, I just don't want to eat the bun. <laughs> it's, it's true i know i hey i know i'm like enjoy your bun make fun of me but i can totally see my wiener so well, let's uh, talk, high five to myself let's talk about that for a brief second i don't want to what, talk sex to, you want to talk about <laughs> recovering sex nah no i don't necessarily oh, that i just like nah there there are aspects of my body that i didn't i couldn't see or fully see before right like your feet like my feet not to be rude, I'm just saying like your yeah. foot. You're like, that's my entire foot. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know. Oh, my whole damn foot. I Whoa, see. my hip bones. Remember remember when we were talking about laying down at night and you could feel that weird protuberance under your sternum and you're like, what is that? And you're I like, thought it was oh, cancer. That's where my Yeah, it's where your ribs meet. It's just your sternum. <laughs> but I've never felt that. Or I'd lay on my side and be able to feel like the curve of my hip and be like, Oh, right. It just does I'm just not a tube anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm an actual person. Well, I mean, people who are tubes are actual people too. I mean, I, there's there's careful water to tread here because I don't want to be offensive to okay. anyone, you know. Neither do I, and I I just want to say that I don't. There's no, I don't. Any if we, you and I are joking together, it's not directed at. We're any, fucking with each other, yeah, yeah. Because this, we've uh, seen each other do awful things. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, I and I don't have any. I don't have any. <laughs> 
any shame toward anybody else. I have, no. I have had even uh-huh. being obese. I've had resentment towards people who are overweight because of same my own, here. But that's all on me, and that was just my own personal how I felt about myself and projecting it on other people. Right. You know. And if you think about it, we both spent the majority of our lives overweight. Yes. The majority of my life I've spent overweight. I would say 90%, 99% of my yeah, life. 99% <laughs> of my life as well. I've spent, well, no, that's not true. Maybe a good 80% because I was thin in high school. Yeah. I didn't start gaining weight till I moved out of my mom's house and started drinking 40s every day and mm-hmm. eating 39 cent hamburger stands, Jesus. which they don't have those anymore. But, no. you know. But no. it's just I, I, so I don't, I don't want to shame anybody, and I don't. But I, I also, I can't. I, as somebody who just recently lost this much weight, I can't tell you how I can't tell you enough how good it feels and how much. Like, I think even in, it's just feel. I feel so much better. Like this is the yeah. way this is the way that I'm supposed to be, and I, I can't speak for everybody. And I'm not saying that you know carrying weight. I see people who do very athletic things who carry a lot of weight, and that's yeah. that's good and great and fine. And I think that you should do whatever feels good. I just know that when I was 270 pounds, and I was really grateful that I was still able to walk when I could walk, when I started mm-hmm. to run, that I could actually do it a little bit. And I think that everybody, you should be grateful for your body, right? Like that it's that it's right. healthy, that you can move. But I have never felt as good as I do now. Same here. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had to wait until my mid forties to like, go like, wow. Well, I think it just, it goes hand in hand with getting sober because mm-hmm. you, once you realize that living life in this aspect was unmanageable and then you get out of that and now you're here and you're like, but this is unmanageable as well. Am I going to, Am I going to give up the thing that made me happier and more upset? You know what I mean? Happier and sadder than anything in the world. Am I going to give up this weird thing just to still feel uncomfortable? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's the way I looked at it. I was Because alcohol was my end all be all. Alcohol was what I was – this is what I was here for. I was here to drink. I'm here to fucking get fucked up. You know? And so once that was gone and I was done being – you know what I mean? Excited and miserable all at once. I was like still kind of miserable and uncomfortable. And I was like, man, I got to still keep feeling this way. I don't have to if I don't want to, you know. You have the tools, right? So now it's hard. I have some tools, yeah. It's hard to look back. You know, it's like your dad would say or, you know, anybody would say is like, well, be careful with that AA. It'll really ruin your drinking. Right. <laughs> and then you start to you start to apply these any whatever program you use on a regular basis that develops habits <clears throat> and positive ways of living and thinking mm-hmm. regardless of what program it is and then you go, "Oh, I can apply this to something else." Right? Am I just going to keep right. eating miserably and feeling uncomfortable and sitting there? I mean, I remember my uh, I don't have a mirror in my bedroom, but my girlfriend has one that sits across from the bed. And I would sit on my side of the bed. And I would kind of just sit up. And you know when you're overweight and you're sitting up on the side of the bed, the edge of the bed mm-hmm. with no shirt on. And there's yeah. a mirror just to your right, like to your side. And I would yeah. just see this pile of flesh like cascading down from my fucking right. chest. My my man boobs and this gut would just mm-hmm. sort of like job of the hut all the way down. And I'd be like, right. and I would just feel sad. And I'd feel sorry for myself. And I'd go, gosh, I'm never going to get out of this, am I? This is just it. And I would have this moment of, and that's just like starting the day. Right. <laughs> you know? Good morning. Good morning. Right. You're here forever. Yeah. Remember you're here forever. <laughs> yeah. a, that's the Simpsons one, right? That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Remember. Yeah. That's just, so you're just looking at your like wall-eyed tits. Like your, your boobs are just staring out in two different directions. Yeah. I remember that. So, I, I mean, I remember that for me, not you, but yeah. I also remember that on you as well. So yeah. I was, I really felt like this is it. This is where I'm at and this is what I'm going to do. And like two, two years, three years into sobriety, it took me to like figure something out. And I mean, if had you not done it first, mm-hmm. you were the front runner here, Jerry. You were <laughs> the fucking trailblazer, whether you want to believe it or not. It's the just the factual <laughs> truth that yeah. you did these things first. And then I just took what you had done and applied it to my own life. Well, so what do you do now? Do you, you run every day? I run almost every single day. I In the last three to four months, I've develop some some pain some uh pretty regular pain in my left buttock my left mm-hmm. thigh muscle but i run mm-hmm. almost every single day 
Um, Do you run the same route? No. Do you have like a five different routes you run or no? It's just yes. different every single I, day. I have like five five or six different routes and then I have these little parks I go and I'll drive mm-hmm. a couple of times. I'll like drive out somewhere if I'm getting bored. And you don't really lift weights very often? Like not on a regular basis? Just no, but I'm, once in a while? I do it every morning, but I only do like... Like a quick, I'll do like just to like wake up. Like a warm up. up. I just do a yeah. warm up and then I'm done and I don't do anything. And do you else. stretch before you run or no? Uh, I so I just recently started doing a little bit of yoga. <laughs> it's true. Only in the last, like, <laughs> I love that you haven't been stretching. You just fucking open the door and just run for your fucking life. Jesus Christ! That's what I did for pain. the last year, last you nine gotta months. Stretch a little bit. I would have met. I stretch. I stretch for like twenty minutes before I run, oh. and I only run three miles. Oh well. But I stretch. I also have a 15, 20 minute stretch routine before I even lift weights because uh, I f- fuck my, I tattoo. So my back is so fucked up mm-hmm. and I don't want to fuck my back up again. So I started stretching because of that. Anyway, I'm, I'm not trying no, to stretch. No, it's okay. Yet. But that's, I just, that's in my cool. mind, I thought you had like a whole dynamic routine. I've got some shit I can send you. For. I do yeah, little heel yeah. stretches like against the wall mm-hmm. sometimes where I've got a couple of steps outside the house and I'll, I'll like like put one foot on the top step and one on the bottom uh-huh. and kind of like stretch it out. But usually right. I just fucking go. I just, just open the door and put my shoes oh, on. Man, I do arm swings. Mm-hmm. I do these weird hip flexors where you put your hands on your hips and you do the squat on one side on each side. So you're like rocking your butt cheek out like back and forth. Can it's we get some, can we get some video of this? Yeah, <laughs> you should put that on. You, you got to start a TikTok account for this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, just me like hip flexing the, yeah, my squats. I'm telling you, it's Old Town Road. That's where it's at. Um, so I do, I mean, I do now, and I, I have learned a few different stretches. And what, I'll, what I like to do is I stretch out there once I get out there, once I'll do like a half a mile, and then I'll, I'll bend down and I'll, I'll like, I'll touch my toes with my knees bent, and then I'll try and straighten my legs out and mm-hmm. do stuff like that. And I'll do, I'll do stretches out, like if I come across a patch of grass, like sometimes um, I'll sit and I'll stretch like cross-legged or something like that or i'll do like a downward dog really quick you know yeah those like are that. good for you dynamic to get back to you, yeah you were doing <laughs> downward dogs on a patch of grass in a park yeah or like on the side of the road next to the donut shop or just something on like the that. side of the road just in the parking lot of a donut yeah just doing a doing some d-dogs huh so i'll do some d-dogs not or, bad like i just i just i've gotten to the point i didn't always do this but now like if i see like a bus bench i'll do some fucking mm-hmm. push-ups like right there on the bus bench. <laughs> I love it. The world is like your gym. You're like, fuck, I enjoy a gym. The world is my gym. Just right? doing pull-ups at a street sign. Just... Uh-huh. Wow. I did. I was running one time and I was, this was last summer and it was like fucking six or seven miles and I was sweaty and I was hot and I was soaked and I didn't have my, I didn't have my shirt off and I came across mm-hmm. the gas station and they had like the mm-hmm. water pump that you get on the side where you fill up, and I was just drinking and like hosing myself off and like drinking wow. the water, like <laughs> which is a total drunk John move from back in the day, but right. <clears throat> so right. so that's kind of what I do these days. I, I I I it's crazy though because you approach the way you eat the same way though. It's kind of this freestyle way of doing it where it, like everything I do is really regimented. Mm-hmm. Like I work out, I lift three days a week and I run two days a week. I stretch for every time. I do the exact same lifting routine. I have it written out on a piece of paper uh, uh, in front of my TV. I have it like on my TV stand because I usually will watch YouTube when I work out or I listen to a podcast. And it's like uh, my goal in my mind is, okay, I'm going to do this workout routine, but I'm going to try to burn 300, at least 300 calories each time I work out and at least 400 each time I run. And so then I'll go through the workout, like the list and like I'll have like a necklace or a little piece of Velcro and I'll just push it, move it down every time I do the exercise. You know what I'm saying? So like everything Mm -hmm. to me is like structured. It's very, in my sobriety, I've become incredibly structured. Like it's really weird, man. There's a lot of weird discipline and structure there for me. Like it's the same stretch every time and. Which you were, you were in some ways structured with drinking where you would have, I was, you, were, yeah. you had a lot of rules about when you would. Man, so many rules. And I think that, that I was not quite as. You're a wild card. You're Charlie <laughs> Kelly, dude. I was just. You're just Charlie <laughs> Kelly, dude. You're just. I'd wake up just and be like, po- oh, pocket I don't full have to of work sausages. for a couple days. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, there's Budweiser's at 8 a.m. I'll just fucking drink until I feel like taking a nap. And then, uh, yeah, you're going to blaze that path, dude. You know, <laughs> whereas I was like every day, five o'clock, sometimes five o'clock comes at two, but usually it's at five. You right. Know, like, 
Yeah. Um, Don't drink before work. Never work if you're drinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. If you go to the hospital more than three times and you're drinking, you got to go to AA, Jerry. So don't go Which, to the hospital that third time. Right, exactly. Just tape the shit together and you'll be all right. You know? Yeah. Um, and so, but you, you also, like with your, with your food, you haven't really changed any style of eating. Like you don't, you still eat meat. You still yeah. eat snacks. Like you'll eat, like you said, you have, you have your 15 Doritos and that's it. Right. Um, I haven't even cut out sugar really. I just eat it in moderation. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't gone vegetarian. I haven't gone vegan. I haven't gone sugar-free. I haven't gone caffeine-free. How Although you... sometimes I get curious about going vegetarian because I love vegetarian food. Huh. Do you um, – how do you How do you not – or how do you moderate sugar? Like you don't, don't. – No, what I mean, like you don't <laughs> – <laughs> But I mean like how I don't, do you – But I, I haven't had a normal Coke in like probably eight months. Mm-hmm. So you like, just so it was like, and I don't put sugar in my coffee. I put like stevia in my coffee. Mm-hmm. But like the sugar I'll eat will be like a little bit, like half a cup. I'll eat a half a cup of ice cream. That's all I'll eat. You know. Okay. Or like, and a lot of the sugar I get now is natural sugar, so I'm not craving the refined shit because I'll eat every morning. I drink a smoothie that's full of fruit. Right. And then yeah, it's full of berries and fruit and shit. And then for my snack, I take I bring an apple and an orange to work every day. And I peel the orange and eat it, and then I eat the apples, and I have all this natural kind of slow burning sugar. And then if I really want sugar, the guy who works next to me has a jar of Jolly Ranchers, and I'll take two of those and eat two of those. I appreciate you telling us that you peel the orange because I didn't want to think I do otherwise. Peel the orange, of just but I do start it off by biting into it though, which <laughs> trips people out because I don't like get my fingernails. I'll just bite a hunk of it out and spit it out. Mm. I like all the white, the little pip in the orange. I don't know what that white, that white pith. flesh. Pith. pith. I like. I eat all the pith. I love it. Mm. Pith. I get pithed off. Pithed off. <laughs> um, and you don't. But okay. I'm just. I. I am. I am impressed that you stick to it because I have well, gone over. Well, I know over... that Rashida, yeah, Rashida doesn't fuck with sugar at all. No, in any she way. doesn't. My girlfriend yeah. doesn't. And and now you don't either, really. You don't either as well. So right? here's something else that's happened in the last few months. So I was cleaning out mm. cupboards and shit like that, and I found, um, I found like this old bag of brown sugar, and I was like, right. I don't add sugar to a lot of things, but I was like, well. Instead of me going and buying another jar of the stevia, which I which I do too, or the Truvia mm-hmm. or whatever, I was like, I'll just put a little brown sugar in my coffee and I'll just use this bag up and be done with it. Or I made some beans right. and I was like, I'll put a, a, a tablespoon of brown sugar in the beans. So I'm measuring it. I'm counting it. Everything's fine. But maybe that has been part of the weight gain is that I have been adding sugar where I wasn't before. Even if I was staying under my calories and some days I wasn't, and I also mm-hmm. changed up on the calorie app, and it was giving me an extra few hundred calories a day. That's probably part of it too, though. And because I was—I noticed I got weight gain when it told me, "Oh, you can maintain now. Here's an extra 200." And I was like, "Uh-uh, dude," because I gained after that. And that's—that's yeah. that's what I think happened. Is it told me I could maintain, or or that I didn't need to restrict myself so much? Because right. I said, "Oh, well, this is how much I weigh, and I'm much more active than I ever was." Right. And so I was just like, "Huh, that doesn't." That's that doesn't work. So I was adding sugar. I had a few extra hundred calories a day, and I was running yeah. less because it was fucking cold outside. Right, and you had probably injured yourself once or twice because you're not stretching. Prop, there you go. So because you're just z-dogging it in the Waffle House parking lot. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny to me, dude. Just I'll, that's what I do. That's what I do. Is oh. or like if I find um. I don't know if I've done like I don't do like sit ups, but I'll do push ups. I'll do stretches. Mm-hmm. I'll um, like yeah, I I totally like just get in with whatever's going on around me. But that's I kind of mm-hmm. that's it's more fun that way than just like right running. no because to you it's like this organic kind of expression mm-hmm. and that, and I think that's I actually envy that because that's the way you approach it. The way you approach it seems more fun than my regimented like twice a week. I need to get this cardio in by running. And I have like the same four routes, five mm-hmm. routes that I'll run. And I get tired of them after a while. But the thing is I don't really drive anywhere. So, and I, I'm like near all these trails, yeah. but it's just the same. I always do a circular route. You know, I don't like to double back very often. So it'll always be in a circle. Or if I do double back, there's one route I double back, but every other route's a circle. And the double back route is like my simple, mm-hmm. quick, like, I need to get three miles in. 
I don't have time to fuck around. Like tomorrow's my day off. I'll run. I'll like take the longer route because I can't. I can't. I don't have to go to work. You know, I don't have to get ready. What's the anyway, longest that you go? I like four miles. Yeah. Four and a half miles. I don't run that much. I like. Right. I don't run that far because by the time I'm hitting four and a half miles, I'm bored. Like I'm ready to go home. Right. Like I'm not like exploring. Like maybe when the weather gets nicer, I yeah. enjoy it more. But when the weather's garbage like this, I don't like it. On nicer days, it's a lot. There's more people out there too. And that's another thing I've noticed about this running culture that I really like is everybody, most people are really friendly. Like if I run by someone at 830 in the morning and we pass each other, they almost always say good morning. You know, they don't flip you off. (laughs) No, they're like, fuck you. Get off my trail. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The left is for passing motherfucker. You know, like no. And it's mostly older people. Mm hmm walking their dogs and shit and they're like good morning i'm like good morning motherfuckers you know mm-hmm. do you go out with like headphones or do you just go out i wear earbuds yeah earbuds. i listen to podcasts yeah. yeah sometimes music but i i the music um it's hard for me because i want to run to the tempo of the music and sometimes it's too fast and then i get really beat up so mm-hmm. i just i like listening to political podcasts and then feeling crappy about my life <laughs> so i have to like switch over to serial killer podcasts which make me feel less crappy mm-hmm yeah, I have a uh, I have a like a six hour playlist called Let's Run, and so I just mm-hmm. put it on shuffle so that it it's song, they're all the same songs but they're all in different but order. similar tempo. You're probably doing like eighty, about eighty to hundred BPM. Well, see, probably. It, and it, I switch it up. So like, we didn't start the fire, but Billy Joel is one of them, and so yeah, that's kind of fast. During the during the the verse part where he's like. Red China, Ronnie Brave, right. and I'll kind of just, you know, Dylan Berlin, and I go with that, mm-hmm. invasion. And then when the chorus kicks in, that's when I fucking blow the doors off and I'll sprint for like 15, 20 seconds. Oh, really? And we didn't start the fire. <laughs> and then I slow back down with the, mm-hmm. with the, with the verse. So I kind of go That's, with the tempo of whatever song is. Playing. I, I like I said, you you go out in Napa, like you go out into these trails in the in, uh-huh. in the hills and shit, and like I don't really do that a lot in Eugene. Like there's a really nice Rexius Bark Trail that runs along the the slough here, the mm-hmm. slough, right? So my, I get to run along a slough, but you know, but but there's part of it where I run through neighborhoods and like look at the houses and wonder about the people in their lives and them getting up for breakfast. You can smell them because I. As soon as Olive's out the door at eight thirty, I'm I'm out of, I'm out the door by like eight forty five, you know, nine mm. running, because I need to be back here by ten ten thirty to get ready to get on the bus by eleven, you know, right? So I can go and tattoo everybody. I um I like I like so here's another thing I like the trails, but I also do like going where people are and people have been. I like to see sort of like the 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 human artifacts on the ground like the trash yeah. or mm-hmm. like see you know whether it's graffiti or people's houses or how they decorate their front yards and stuff like that and i, I do yeah. the same thing where i'm like oh i wonder what goes on in there and what's up with that and sometimes i've done this i don't do this a lot but sometimes i'll pick up a, i'll see a stick or something and i'll run with mm-hmm. the stick and then bring it home <laughs> So I, I just know, have a so big ass stick in my hand. Yeah, you're just this wild man listening to Billy Joel swinging his sticker out. And if you're listening to this podcast, this is why recovery, this is like the, one of the gifts of recovery is you just jam out to Billy Joel and wave a stick in a neighborhood. Basically, yeah, be me. And running. you don't go to jail for it. You don't it, go to though. jail for it, right? Yeah, if I did because, that drug. Yeah. You'd go to jail. They would make you go to jail. They'd make you. They'd, They'd put you in you. adult timeout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So They'd make you. They'd it, come and get you. It really is. I mean, honestly, I. I can't tell you what a fucking gift like the running has been to me. Right. Mm -hmm. I started this thing counting the calories. Well, first I just started by walking and I was like, yeah, I'll walk. Maybe I'll walk a mile. And then I was like, ugh, this sucks. Because I was like 270 pounds, 272 or 274, whatever. And I hated it and I hated it. And I did it for August, September, October. And like for three months, that's and I I remember one time like walking two miles one way, and I was like, "Fuck, dude, I gotta walk two miles back the other way. This sucks." Yeah, what a bitch, dude. Because <laughs> I didn't go I in a circle. That shit. I just went. Right. I just went one way, and then I can't. And then, and now I've started. And this is from that Mishka Shubali book that I read about him. You know, becoming a long distance runner after being an alcoholic there was one called the long run which later got mm-hmm. part of it got incorporated into his novel uh mm-hmm. i swear i'll make it up to you and um that was the moment there there was a day in like 
February or March, somewhere when I was dealing with the ice cream crisis of like not trying to count my calories all day long so I could crush like two pints of Halo Top. Um, so much ice cream. It's a lot of ice cream. And I just remember listening to his book while I was walking and I was like, I'm going to start running. And I ran as fast and as far as I could and I started to Damn, cry. Damn, you died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you did because you fucked yourself all up. Like, <laughs> you know, but it was like this really physical and emotional thing. And I was like, this is what I need to do, I think. And um, and then I just started from there. And that was that was like less than a year ago or maybe. Yeah. yeah, that was about a year ago that I started doing that stuff. And um, like, it's such a gift. Like, you know, we say it a lot. And I mean, we 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 tend to be a little um, sarcastic about it. But like, holy shit, man, like I lost 80 pounds in a year yeah. from running less than a year. Yeah, that's significant. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. I mean, I, I have a really good friend who's trying to lose right right now. And mm-hmm. I, 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 I check up on her a lot and I try to be really encouraging with her and and. She'll be like, oh, I only lost like 10 pounds. And I'm like, that's fucking Huge. badass though. Like, I'm really proud of you. That's a big deal. You need to keep, you can keep going. It's, you just got to keep doing it. And you can learn how to, you can absolutely learn how to live with it. And then mm-hmm. eventually you just enjoy it. You really do. And it's okay to fuck up every once in a while. Like I fucked up yesterday. I went and had a chicken burger and fries and then came home and ate a cupcake and I'm not, I didn't gain 50 pounds, you know, I may, it may reflect, it reflected on my workout today. Like I definitely worked out harder today than I normally would, but it's okay to fuck up every once in a while, you know, it's all right. You should be allowed that. Just don't overdo it when you fuck up, <clears throat> fuck up a little bit and then get back into it again. Cause eventually you will feel better. It's just better for you. It just helps you feel good about everything. everything. Well, not everything. Well, I just yeah, find, I mean, I don't want it, you know, like I said, oversell it. That f- right. There's that fine line. I don't want to be like sitting in my room being like, oh, yeah, all you got to do is this and that. And this is so fucking easy when it's really hard for some people. And it's and I understand that. Like, I'm empathetic yeah. to that. I was a person who was overweight. Like, I get it. It's hard to start. It's still hard to start. Even now, it's part of my routine. I still don't want to do it. I was just sitting here bitching even with the podcast. It's just hard to do sometimes. Like, I just don't want to do it. And then once I start doing it, I'm like... Oh, right. I'm doing this. This is what I do. And sometimes you're miserable. Sometimes you're doing it and you're like, I hate every moment of this, but just get to the end or get to somewhere reasonable. You so, got to get to the end. Yeah. I like ran two miles the other day after being sick for seven days. And I was really bummed that I didn't do the three and I'm going to try to do three tomorrow. But like my lungs are still a little fucked up. So, but, but you, just do something. Yeah. And you found something that you could do consistently. <laughs> and this is the thing that I keep reading about and hearing about from people mm-hmm. is find something that that I can do consistently. So there was, even if it's a little thing, right? Cause some mm-hmm. people don't have our schedules. They have a shitload of kids and they have a fucking crappy job and they ha- they have to take care of some other motherfucker. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you got to find that little thing in there somewhere. This book that I just finished called the Thomas <laughs> habits. And he was talking mm-hmm. about that. And he said, he said, here's try this. He said, make a habit of packing your gym bag and laying out, like, lay out the yoga mat and pack your gym bag, and that's it. And you right. just do that every single day. And at some point, you're going to be like, well, the yoga mat's out. I might as well try to do some yoga, or my gym right. bag is packed, or my running shoes are on, so I might as well go for a run. Um, yeah. And it, Or he was saying, if you go to the gym, like, say, go to the gym and only go for five minutes. And, like, that yeah. seems, that seems fuck, it. fuck it, right? So go for five right. minutes, work out for five minutes, and then you're done. But what happens is you then get used to going to the gym every single day or every other day or whatever it is, even for five minutes, and you'll start going, oh, I'm here for – I might as well keep going. I might as well go for 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I first started working out, I wasn't running. I was on the exercise bike at the gym. And I remember thinking – God damn it. 30 minutes is so fucking long on this goddamn bike. I used <laughs> to hate it. And the yeah. only reason I would do it is because it would give me, like if I did it fast enough, it would give me 600 calories extra to eat. And so it was this mm. struggle of like, I need to burn this many calories so I can eat this food because I want to eat this food because I eat. that's what I do is I eat this food. And so that yeah. was my identity. And it, in some ways it still is, man. Like I still struggle with like fucking the different the food's a little bit different you know rice sometimes i'll do like rice and 
and I'll put some almond milk and I'll put a little of that stevia and some cinnamon and I'm eating like some sort of fucking cold porridge. Like, cause I want That's something right, sweet, though. like ice cream. That's right. what I want, you know? Right. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to recreate it and it's, it's a little bit better. It's better than the fucking, um, Ben and Jerry's that I used to eat, but it's just, right. It's I'm like still way better. I'm still into those habits and behaviors. I still eat late at night. Even even if I stay under the calories, like I'll mm-hmm. get popcorn and I'll eat grapes or. But but it's also what is manageable and what's reasonable to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if the habit or the behavior gets out of hand and then it starts being excessive, and you're like, I can't live like this. But if it's these little tiny habits where it's like, okay, after ten, I'm still gonna eat a little handful of popcorn here or eat an entire apple. Like, that shouldn't be mm-hmm. anything you should punish yourself with because that's just human nature, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, to you telling me, and I eat ice cream all the time, you telling me about the stevia and the rice sounds good as fuck, dude. Like, it does, because I love rice pudding, and I love mm-hmm. cold rice grainy things like that, and I've done it too. Yeah. I've absolutely put, like, a little bit of almond milk and stevia and some rice, and then, and then been like, uh, I don't know. You know, and then, like, end up eating ice cream anyway, but, right. but it still sounds good. Like, all that stuff sounds good to me. I don't think we should deny mm-hmm. we should just moderate and if we can't moderate then maybe deny isn't the right word it's just maybe it's redirect yeah is the way we should be thinking about it so instead of being like i deny myself chips today you're like no i just redirect myself to pickles i redirect you know yeah and that's and little by little i get over the fact that i'm like i need something crunchy and i like Mm -hmm. put a little salt on a carrot and i fucking get over it and you know the craving (laughs) like the craving with alcohol right so Mm -hmm. the craving eventually does pass if you if i sit with it Mm -hmm. if i go god you know what i really want right now i really want some fucking i want some rocky road ice cream or i want the one that has like the peanut butter pretzels in it where it's salty and it's creamy and and i'm like okay and then it passes and i'm like all right i'm done and then i don't want it anymore and I've also found that if I'm a lot of like if I crave sweets, it just means that I'm dehydrated. So I need to drink. A, I need to go and drink a bunch of water. And so really? that's that's yeah. something that I've found that I've learned is that if I'm craving sweets, it's oftentimes and there's a lot. It's different for different people. Right. But it's it's that I'm dehydrated. So I'll go and I'll mm-hmm. I'll drink a big ass glass of water um, and find those things that I can do consistently to help me combat the cravings sit with the cravings and like you said we talk about it all the time fucking forgiving yourself for these minor minor transgressions especially in recovery like dude dude, if you're gonna eat the fucking donut then eat the donut you know like i don't i don't fault anyone like at the meetings but sometimes people want to like split a donut with me and i just smile and i say no thank you I thank you, but no thank you. And sometimes if people have leave like little those little cutie clementines on the table, I'll have one of those. And those are good. Yeah. So, um, and I don't fault anybody. Like I get it, man. It's a fucking struggle. I'm just glad that people showed up to the meeting. So have a donut, dude. Don't. Yeah. Don't crush a donut, even if you're out there right now and you're like, man, I just these two guys are talking about fitness, and I'm just trying not to get fucked up. Just. Just keep doing what you're doing. Don't get fucked up. I'm just fitting this donut in my mouth, you know? Yeah, just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's just so we're all about fitting this donut mm-hmm. in our mouth. <laughs> and it's, but, but if what's keeping you sober out there right now is eating a ham, then eat the fucking ham. Yes. You know what I mean? Stay sober. And then first things first. First so, things first, you know? So what used to keep me sober was the family size bag of peanut M&M's. It was right. Ben and Jerry's ice cream from multiple. And then you v- level up. And then you, you level, level up. up. Yeah, and you learn new. You get new perk cards. <laughs> is that is that Fallout? Is that a Fallout that's, reference? That's all the outs. Fallout, fall in, fall over. Um, <laughs> fall over. That should be the fucking sober cast. Fallout. Yeah, this one's called fall, fall over. Fall over. Yeah. What are they? Is it the stim pack or what's the what's the rat? That's no. the stim pack. Rat what's, away. Rat X. No. What's the one the, that gets you all weird? What's the drug? Psycho. Psycho and Fury, and yeah. uh, there's another one I can't think of off the top of my head. Mm. I haven't played Fallout in a while, though. Mm. I'm not playing anything right now, really, which kind of sucks because I want to play something, but everything has been played. Mm. I've got a new one coming tomorrow, so we'll see if that's oh, any nice. good. What do you got? Yeah, it's called Outer Worlds. It's by the... Oh, yeah, the, I saw that. Yeah, it looks the developer cool. that did Fallout New Vegas, so it's supposed to be the spiritual successor to Fallout New Vegas huh. in space. The spiritual so we'll successor, huh? Right, because it's uh, or it's the spiritual sequel, because it's um, the same company that did Fallout New Vegas, which is one of my favorite video games. It's the mm-hmm. same developers, so we'll see. 
Hmm. We'll see. Right I on. get it tomorrow from Amazon. I was like, I'm putting this 40 bucks here. I'm sorry, Megan. The electric <laughs> bill can pay itself. I'm bored. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. I So, yeah, man, like I, I just those things I've leveled up with the things that keep me sober. And now I have this pretty I mean, I you could call it a compulsion to to run. It's definitely something that I think about, like early on when I started doing it, I would mm-hmm. lay in bed and I would map out in my head like which way, like which route I wanted to take. And I, would I just still kind of do that, though. I yeah. would imagine mm-hmm. it and go like, yeah, I want to go there and there and there. And it really helped to kind of get excited about the next day. Yeah. And, you know, rather than, you know, be on my phone at night or, you know, it helped with insomnia and stuff, too. And in losing all this weight, like I don't snore anymore. I can fall asleep. Yeah, right I don't away. snore anymore either. Isn't that It takes weird? me a while to fall asleep, but I don't snore anymore. God. I have always had sleep issues though, but, mm-hmm. but, uh, and it, they, they don't creep up as much as they used to. That's for damn sure, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to hurt myself. But isn't it weird? The, the snoring thing. Yeah. 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 There's just so, I just, there's so many benefits to <laughs> not, I guess, you know, it's easy to think about the things that I'm depriving myself of, whether it be, mm-hmm. And I don't feel that way anymore, but whether it's donuts or cheese or um, ice cream or yeah. potato chips or whatever. But, like, it's such it's such a – it just feels so much better. I fucking ran 13 miles in the desert. Right. <laughs> I, still, I still trip no, out about John that. John would have never have done that. Like, 2005 John would have never have done that. I, that would have been laughable. That would have been a joke. That would have been, like – that would have been something that fucking dummies do. We all would have totally mocked you for it. What are you going to do? Go run a half marathon, huh, buddy? Right? Like, there would have been you know, no... Fucking massive heart attack in Joshua Tree there, John. Right? Like, what? Yeah. You know, and so it's 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 such a better... I don't know. And I, I don't know that that sort of... Negative reinforcement has never been something that's been good, I don't think, for me. Like, and yeah. I, don't, I don't... I don't think it was ever helpful with us you know, growing up and drinking together. I don't think that like, if I was, I wouldn't be like, Hey, get out there, pussy. I want to see you out there. Let's do another Some people mile. it works for, but you and I, we're sensitive boys, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't I, work for us. We're sensey boys, dude. We, we got a lot of feelings. I think there's not, there's nothing wrong with like lifting somebody up and being positive and being stern and being, you know, kind of tough. But I've just always felt the need for, um, like positive reinforcement. Although yes. I did find this, um, I found this like drill sergeant army marching like CD or not CD, but mm-hmm. like album. And yeah. so it's just this like, I don't know what I've been told. You've been running to that. Yeah. Oh my it's, God. It you fucking... getting, you're losing it. You're losing <laughs> See, it. It works, dude. It works. So hard you find work, it on Spotify work, or something. Work. Yeah. It's on Spotify. It's just what, just rap remixes of no, army chants? No, if you just look up the like, LL Cool J comes out and does a verse. That'd be awesome. NCIS, isn't he on that? Um, no, I, I think if you just look up hard work, like 160 BPM, and uh-huh. it's, it'll just keep, it'll keep you going, man. Like you just, I plug it into my headphones and I start to chant along and I just don't think about like what's in front of me or the miles. I just kind of chant along with the other guys. I think it's designed for that, dude. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. I was I was out there one day and I just kept going and I didn't worry about like, oh, my feet kind of hurt or oh, I'm out of breath and I wasn't bothered by any of it. So, I don't well, know. Well, that's weird, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to you. I know you probably won't listen to it. Yeah, send, send it, it to me. It, I won't listen to do, it. I'll give it a chance. I'll give it a chance. I'll do, I'll do it for three minutes and be like, what the fuck? And then go back to listening to a podcast about politics and feeling sad. When mm-hmm. I could just be like listening to the songs about Eskimo Pussy or whatever they're singing. <laughs> they probably don't do that one. No, here. that one's not on I think that. both those things I just said were offensive, but I didn't say that. No. The drill instructor said it. Yes. So I think, I mean, if I were to say, hey, Jerry, like, what what do I do to to lose, like, I'm sober and I want to, like, lose some weight, like, what would be your advice to me? I, I gave it to you, didn't I? Yeah, but Back I mean, in the day. Oh, well, you're asking. No, I know. I'm being too literal now. But I would say what worked for me was counting my calories. Mm-hmm. Worked for me first was getting an app to count calories. Taking eating normally for one day and counting, logging every single one of those calories, and then seeing where I needed to make um, adjustments. You're not going to lose weight unless you're in a caloric deficit. 
So you're not going to lose weight unless you're burning more calories than you're taking in. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like there has to be a deficit because their mm-hmm. calories are fuel. So you got to burn that gas. And the body mm-hmm. stores that gas as fat. And so if you want to get rid of that fat, you got to burn it. Mm-hmm. Or you got to take in less. And well, you got to burn it. You got to burn what you got. So you eat less. Yeah. I, I, it's just moderation. And then physical activity is just helpful in that it gives you a budget to work with mm-hmm. if you really are, you know inclined to work with a budget but you could just do it by straight counting calories but physical activity will be helpful because it'll help your metabolism run a little hotter mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's what i'd i mean that's honestly it's just for me personally it was just as simple as just counting the amount i take in some people find success with intermittent fasting some people find success with keto some people find success with other things but the thing is too it's also you can't approach it like this is a temporary thing like this becomes part of your life like this is just how you live now you know what i'm saying this like is your you program Yes, yeah, your program. You make these choices now. As long as you want to maintain, you know, the physicality you want to maintain. This is just these are just the choices you make now. Yeah, this is how it is. Yeah, yeah. it's not easy, but it's also rad when it happens. It's slow. It's grinding God. sometimes. It's stinky. But then when you start seeing it change, it's so much. It's so worth it. When once it starts changing, then you're like. Okay, this may be worth it. You just gotta look for the changes and mm-hmm. know that if if you're out there running by my house and you're really overweight and I see you jogging, I fucking love you. You're a newcomer to me, right? I there's a big heavy dude that runs by my house. And sometimes we run like next to each other for a minute, and he's really heavy and he's still running. And I'm like, I want to get up and hug him and be like, "Fuck yeah, I want to give you a chip or something," because you're the newcomer. Like you're figuring it out, and that's rad. You're making the move, and so all you gotta do is make the move. That was me. That was me just like out there. Yeah, big me too, and, dude. And I would, I Same remember, <laughs> I remember running past like store windows and seeing myself and being like, yeah, a little no. embarrassed. You're like, yeah. whoa, what am I doing? Yeah. I'll never give a heavy person a hard time for trying to change their lives. Yeah. Ever, ever. If I see like a big heavy person in the gym, not that I go to the gym, but mm-hmm. when I see those posts on the internet and stuff, I think what a cunt to make fun of a person like that. Like you're an asshole. Like yeah. you don't fucking, yeah, you're a cunty person. Stop being cunty. Yeah. And you out there, like if you if you're deciding to change your life in that manner, then I fucking get props, dude, because it's hard. It's just like quitting drinking. It's this is the second hardest thing I've ever done is trying to live like this. It's easier now, but in the beginning, it sucked. Mm-hmm. It sucked every donkey dick in the world. <laughs> you know, I've also um, things like I was going to ask you this, and I, is do you feel like it has helped your? Do you feel like? The losing the weight and having a an exercise program has helped your alcohol recovery in any way. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know now there's another thing up for stake if I go back out again. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna gain all that fucking weight back super fast. You're gonna get heartburn again. You're gonna get lightheaded. Not only are you just gonna blow your life up and be completely fucking a slave to this thing again, like it's gonna fuck your health all up. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I've just noticed even like the fact that I can sleep better. So when I work on Saturday nights and I, I get up early to go to my Sunday morning meeting, um, mm-hmm. I used to just hate it and dread it because I could never get to sleep and the sleep was never good. And so I would right. always drag myself into this meeting and I would fucking hate it and I would never get anything good out of it. And it's like now I'm like, oh, well, I'll just get up and go. And and then so what I'll do is I'll get dressed for a run. I'll go to the meeting. And then it's like, oh, well, now I'm awake. I've had some coffee. Uh, I held hands with some strangers and we fucking, you know, hashed it out for an hour. And then yeah. uh, I go and I get a little exercise. And it's like, what an awesome way to start my day. Like, what an awesome Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's, life is infinitely better this way than it was the other way. And it took yeah. what it took. And, you know, that's the other thing with like, at least understanding it for me with the with the calorie counting and the learning about what it's going to take to lose what it takes to lose one pound a week mm-hmm. or even if it's like just a half a pound a week because i could have taken i could have done this in two years what i did in one yeah. year right sure yeah and the year is going to go by either way it's still going to show up right it's going to be 2021 we're going to be talking here at some point about something and so like right. what do i want to look like what do i want to feel like who do I, who, what, how do I want to identify myself in 2021? Well, mm-hmm. not where I'm at currently. I'm looking for, you know, I want to level up and I want to do more and I want to be fitter, you know? So yeah, the fact that like 
that I have the, the perspective that I do now, that I don't have to think about it as depriving myself. In fact, I'm looking forward to things and that it's easier for me to shed things like I don't I don't need to eat cheese or <laughs> you know what I mean? Or fucking yeah, no, I know be what slothful. You mean, yeah. mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I would never fault anyone for any of those things in recovery. If that's what it if that's what you need to stay sober, that's number one. Yeah. You know, like if if something came up and it was like, I can't even imagine, but, and I wouldn't, I don't feel like I've replaced my fitness. You know, I still do all of the recovery things. I do all the program stuff that I do on a daily basis and a weekly basis. Um, I know that some people I've, I've heard people talk about, Oh, I just go to the gym and I'll be fine. And then I, somebody else was talking about a relapse that they had and that they had left they had left the program. They were not in connection with the fellowship. They hadn't done all of that stuff in that originally gave them their recovery from alcoholism and that mm-hmm. they were just going, oh, well, I'll just stay fit. And as long as I, you know, exercise and go to the gym and eat right, everything will be fine. And, you know, it's I guess what I'm saying is it's a part of what I do on the whole. Yeah. Right. It's yeah, it's it's extra and it's it just helps build. It's like legs on a stool. I don't always know. I need to make sure all the legs. I use all the legs to hold the stool up. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this metaphor, but yeah, you, I was like, you're, you're working your way through it, John. You, you get there. I appreciate you get there, buddy. The look on your face is just like, yeah, okay. I'm, 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 you're like, there's legs, right? And I'm there's trying. three. <clears throat> but I, know what you mean, I have though. to keep each one of these legs strong. And so, right. if, if one, you of can't them, just use one leg on a stool or two right. legs. You need all three. But so, but I need to make sure they're all strong. So in case one of them gets a little bit weak, the other three can hold up. So whether it's like, right. whether it's fitness, it's recovery, it's service, it's spirituality, whatever it is, whatever those things of my, you know, my sobriety, my recovery are, this just uh-huh. happens to be an extra leg that I found that I can use to prop up my stool. Word. <laughs> and from our from last week's, I was going to tell you, I got a message from a listener from last week's uh, podcast. And they said, because um, you mentioned this, this is your quote, that he's he said something like, you guys should write a book called Metaphysical Chicken Tendies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get them Metaphysical Chicken Tendies, dude. And it just cracked me uh. up. Um, Listen, if you're a good boy, you work out, you get some tendies, dude. Mama says you get good boy points, dude. Mm-hmm. You get some Mountain Dew and some tendies. Um, yeah, I, I just, <laughs> I for me, I had to start small and be consistent, and like same here. That's, it all starts that way. One step, one day, one hour, one minute. You know, one breath, one breath, one, one breath, like a, like a, like an Eminem song. I got one breath, one breath. That's not an Eminem <laughs> song, but anyway. It's- <laughs> There you have it. I'm, I'm punching out. Waiter Sorry. check, please. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, right on, man. This is, I, I hope we uh, got some of this out and uh, I'm sure it'll come yeah. up again. It always does. Always does. <laughs> it's it's always our reality. Um, and I uh, just wanted to say to listeners out there, thank you so much. I appreciate you listening. And um, if anybody has any questions or comments, I know we say this at the end of each episode, but um, I really mean it. Um, if there's something, if there's a topic out there too, you know, like Jerry and I go through and we talk about these different things and we try to, we really try to come up with something interesting and some, some different perspective. And I know that, right. I know that Jerry feels this way and I feel this way where we feel like we're just rehashing the same shit over and over sometimes. Right. And I don't right. want to like, I don't want to be boring. I don't want to be repetitive, but at the same time, you know how, how much if there's something out there that we're missing or that somebody thinks there's a topic of discussion we would love to uh we'd love to hear your uh, your ideas and opinions yeah send me your tendy recipes send me your tendies all right thanks John. thanks again for listening our music as always is by neglect you can find more of his stuff at neglect.bandcamp.com And you can find us on all social media platforms that matter. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can reach us at aisforalcoholic at gmail.com. Talk to you later. Yeah.